What's up, guys? Thank you all for checking out this edition of the New Generation Hero Talk Podcast. I am your host, EJ Stewart. We got some big stories to talk about on today's podcast. We got the first official trailer for Marvel's uh, this Marvel series that's coming out on Disney+. Plus. It's been a show that's been pushed back several times. been a lot of reshoots, a lot of uncertainty about this series. So it was very um, exciting to finally get a first official look at the show i'm very curious to hear what my guys got to say about it i certainly have many thoughts about it so that should be a fun discussion we'll also talk about moon night moon night is right around the corner we're just about two weeks away we're getting some social media reactions for moon night some people have already seen the first four episodes so we'll, we'll hear their thoughts on the show we also getting some interesting word from the crew about just how much a connection or a lack of connection that this show will have to the existing mcu which i thought was very fascinating so we'll talk about that as well could we be seeing a Miles Morales casting coming up very, very soon? There is a, a, a big-name actor that made some very interesting comments that seem to uh, add credence to some rumors about another actor who happens to be related to him um, possibly playing Miles Morales. We'll talk about that as well. And staying with Marvel, this is a Marvel-heavy show today. She-Hulk, also a Disney Plus show that's coming up. Uh, not around, right around the corner, but should be coming up probably later this year. We're getting some promo art of what Tatiana Manzani will look like as She-Hulk. So that should be um, very interesting to discuss. Shamaria pointed out that story to me this week. So a lot of stuff to get to on this podcast episode. Happy to join us. Uh, happy to join you guys. Happy to be here. But we begin this show on a sad note um, because Hollywood mourns the death of Academy Award winning actor William Hurt. The 71-year-old passed away Sunday after a battle with prostate cancer. Hurt received Oscar nods for his performances in the likes of A History of Violence, Children of a Lesser God, Broadcast News, and A Kiss and Kiss of a Spider-Woman, for which he won Best Actor. He later became a fixture in the world of Marvel, playing uh, General Thunderbolt Ross in a series of movies including The Incredible Hulk, Captain America Civil War, and Black Widow. Hurt was often praised as perfect casting for that role as a military antagonist and government bureaucrat. Shamari, this took me by surprise. I didn't know he was sick or ill. Of course, we had just seen him in Black Widow, though that movie was shot two years ago and delayed because of the pandemic. Um, your thoughts on, on William Hurt and the legacy he leaves behind when it comes to the superhero world and just his impact in Hollywood? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's very sad. You know, it's all. I mean, it's always sad when we lose these. Um, these very, very great talents. Um, I mean, if you just look at his filmography, I mean, he's been acting for decades, literally, yeah. almost like was it forty years now, and um, you know, you see a lot of people, uh, you know, old and young reacting. You know, so he he uh, definitely made a very big impact. You know, so it's just very sad. Um, you know, he of course he was great in the MCU. We loved him as Thunderbolt Ross. He was he was he really was perfect perfect Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt Ross. So, you know, sad to see him go. Um, you know, and, and of course I offer my condolences to everyone that knew him. Um, you know, it's it's a very very sad situation. Of course, his family, his loved ones, etc. So yeah, he'll always kind of he'll always be. I mean, to me, of course, he'll always be. You know, the Thunderbolt Ross that I know. Um, and uh, whenever I think about the character. So, uh, yeah, it's very sad. And Kendall, of course, on the podcast with me as well. Kendall, when I think of uh, her in that Ross role, I think about seeing him in The Incredible Hulk, this uh, reboot of the Hulk franchise. 
uh, a very failed first attempt by, uh, I believe that was Universal, who initially tried to do a Hulk movie. They tried to do, now Marvel Studios, working with Universal, working on this second Hulk movie. And obviously Ed Norton had a very interesting, and I thought very solid performance as Bruce Banner. But to me, it really did feel like William Hurt and just the kind of uh, stoicness and kind of uh, just 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 kind of presence he brought to the screen in that movie really sets the tone for what was a much bigger, much better improvement in the Hulk franchise than what we had previously got in the first uh, Hulk movie that we got. And Hurt, I think, was a big part of that. And see him be really the only actor from that film be carried over throughout the rest of the MCU, I think, speaks to just um, how effective he was in that role as uh, General Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah, yeah, you know, I've always been a lot higher on the Incredible Hulk than the uh, than 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 the common uh, than the than the common sort of feelings in in the in the general public. Uh, the general sense is that most people are down on that movie. Um, I'm not. Uh, I actually no, prefer the, the the Norton Hulk over the Ruffalo Hulk. You know, and that's that's definitely a. a you know, I, I'm with I'm with you on that, by the way. I, uh, I'm, I, I, yeah, I guess we're three yeah, for three. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's a clean sweep. Yeah, yeah, we're we're on the island by ourselves. Yeah, man. I guess so. I don't, I don't really, um, I don't hate the Ruffalo Hulk, but the Norton Hulk is definitely. Uh, um, definitely and, and you know, you 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 do wonder, is that part because of the, also the performance of of uh, William Hurt as Daddy's Ross? You know, I mean, he he did such a good job. Yeah. Uh, as as the sort of anti-hero villain in that movie, um, and his scenes with Norton and just the, the interactions uh, were, were were excellent. I mean, what yeah. you when you think of that character, that is what that is what he brought to life. There are very few characters where you say to yourself, "This guy brought this character to life in a way that was like you didn't." There wasn't a there wasn't a a, 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 a shadow of disbelief that <laughs> that that wasn't that that wasn't Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross up there right. on the screen. Um, it was it was the perfect casting. Uh, it was the perfect performance for that character. And yeah, you know that you know the the you know obviously sad to sad to see him go. Um, you mentioned the timing. Um, having just seen seen him in, in Black Widow. You could, they sort of wrote in the in the story that you know he had you know triple bypass surgery and he was now the secretary of defense. But um, you can see he definitely lost some weight uh, from his initial appearances in the MCU. But um, you know the the I think the the selfish part of me is also upset that you know he won't we won't ever get to see him as, as Red Hulk. You know because I think a lot of people had sort of penciled him in. Uh, as oh you know we're definitely going to see the thunderbolts and we're definitely going to see red hulk you know we talked about that on the show plenty of times not really even thinking that this was this would this would be a this would be a potential outcome so um it, it's it's tremendously sad uh you know I, i'm uh again i you know I, we gotta we gotta rewatch uh incredible hulk pour one out for uh william hurt for sure, man. Yeah, shout out to uh, Hertz family. Shout out to his friends. Shout out to people that got to work with him that uh, are in mourning for this. Like I said, I think that you know, not only is it sad for just Hurt for what he did, but you know, for someone who was seventy-one years old, for, for whatever reason, it seemed like 
he seemed younger to me. Like, like, like he just seemed like, and it wasn't necessarily that he looked younger, but I just felt like his performance was so solid. You know, it's rare you see people that age perform acting at that level. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, so, so to me, when I saw he was 71, I was like, wow, I, I, I didn't think he was 71. You don't see a lot of actors in their 70s giving you the performances like you got uh, in recent years or in that late 60s giving you the performances that, that we were getting from William Hurt. So uh, it's sad that, you know, we won't see any more from him. Uh, again, my condolences to his family. And, uh, yeah, we definitely got to pour one out from William Hurt. A really great, great addition to this superhero community. Like I said, you know, th- this superhero community, man, it's uh, – there's, there's a lot of bad in it, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of, uh, you see it on the internet, you see the bullying, you see some of the, the, the nastiness that can be that can be had. And it's really in any kind of community at this point in age, with the digital age being where we are. And the access we have to people, it gives people access to be nasty. But, you know, there's a lot of love in this superhero community, too. And I think, you know, to see, again, an actor of the caliber of William come into this community welcome it with open arms and, and give these uh, just really solid performances. It's sad that we won't see any more of that. So I think it's just a sad uh, a sad loss for the superhero community, and it's a sad loss for Hollywood as a whole because, as I mentioned before, this is a multi-time Academy Award-nominated actor who was a, really just a dominant figure in the 80s in terms of the movies he was in and, and some of the performances he was delivering. And to see him go from his prime in, in his older years still give these solid performances um, it's a testament to, to, to what he brought to the table. So, again, our condolences to uh, William Hurt's family and our thoughts with him uh, as he moves on to his next journey. Let's continue the program talking about Miss Marvel. So we got our first look at Marvel's Disney Plus series, Miss Marvel, starring Iman Vellani. Trailer leans into some what I would call Scott Pilgrim-esque animations and formalism to kind of have fun with some of the animations and word bubbles to present Kamala Khan's world, or Kamala, as she wants, as she says in the thing. I want to make sure I got that right. Uh, <laughs> Kamala Khan's world in her own view. Um, we see her powers don't appear to be influ- uh, inhuman-based. They seem to be coming from a, a magic bracelet, which I'm sure, which I, not I'm sure, I've seen already has caused some controversy. There was speculation and really expectation that they would move away from the inhuman connections to her character, to her character, and to her powers, there are some people online thinking that maybe the villains may be inhumans for some of the stuff we see, but it's still kind of hard to tell. I'll go to Kendall first. We've been waiting to see this for a while now. Miss Marvel, I think, technically should have been out already at this point in time. I mean, this has been a, a series that's been severely delayed. Now that we finally got it, one, what did you think? And two, did you see anything that made you kind of understand why maybe they had to delay this for some reason? Um, <laughs> in terms of the delay, I, I definitely didn't see anything that um that that really stuck out to me in terms of why they had to delay it. Um, I'm assuming that they just changed stuff. What that is, that was hard, really hard to say off the trailer. Um, you know, in terms of what we got. Uh, I enjoyed the trailer. Um, I told Shamari when the trailer dropped, I didn't, I wasn't like super excited to watch it. You know, I didn't immediately watch it. I kind of, you know, hey, you know, I was like, I'll get to it. You know, just because the the excitement for that project definitely waned over the over the last year uh, when we thought it would have already been out, 
And, you know, then we thought, oh, is she all coming out before it? And it's like, no, she Hulk's not coming out before it. Um, so I kind of, you know, was a little, I was like, whatever, you know, Miss Marvel, we'll see what this, we'll see what this has. Plus all the negativity coming from the, from the process, from coming from the, the production, um, all the controversies, all the, you know, what they're changing and whatnot. And obviously we, we got a little bit of that in this trailer. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a good trailer. I mean, obviously, you know, you can tell, you can tell this, 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 this show was supposed to come out last year because they did blinding lights which was very 2021 uh, <laughs> but uh um, by the way that was a song for those who may not be familiar though i'm sure you are uh that's, that's yeah the, oh yeah i'm like song by the song by the weekend for the last year <laughs> yeah, that's a song by the weekend uh that probably was song of the year last year maybe um but yes that was a song by the weekend that was played throughout the that's kind of the theme song of the trailer Yes, uh, it worked definitely for for the trailer. Um, yeah, I thought it fit really well. Yeah, I thought it, fit, I thought it did too. Um, I, I definitely enjoyed the trailer. I think what people are gonna miss with this show is I don't compare it. It's gonna be compared largely to Falcon Winter Soldier, WandaVision, Loki, um, Moon Knight, uh, and those types of shows, Hawkeye. But to me, I I think the more apt comparison is the, is like you know the Runaways or like cloak and dagger like i think that is what this show you know is in my brain at least trying to live up to and trying to you know that's the bar that it's trying to reach and surpass like, uh, superman and lois and naomi uh, <laughs> you know i mean I'm, I'm just superman being and lois you know well some, el- some elements of yeah, superman yeah. And lois. i would say also hey is, is this marvel is captain marvel gonna be in this <laughs> uh, maybe yeah you know that, that that's a question but but yeah, no, I, but I think that when you're talking about it, you know, the show felt very, the trailer felt very freeform, you know, it felt very ABC family, uh, for those who don't remember, free, who don't know what freeform is. <laughs> um, and to me, like, that is, that's what people have to understand. But I think it's still a show that I would watch, you know, it's still a show that I could very much enjoy. Um, I don't think it's going to have the intensity of, a, you know, Falcon Winter Soldier or even a Hawkeye, even though Hawkeye was, you know was uh probably a younger kind of show also um but yeah no i thought that this was uh i thought that this was solid um the big controversy coming out of it is definitely the the powers uh the powers a lot of jokes about green lantern and obviously a lot of jokes about invisible woman uh you know it's 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 gonna take a little bit of getting used to um visually i think miss marvel is such a visually i want to say unique because obviously we've seen the re richards re richards of the world and the plastic man's of the world but um but visually very a lot of times when you see her she's giant you know or she's like stretching and stuff so like to get rid of that aspect is definitely gonna it's definitely gonna be jarring for people and it was a little jarring for me uh I'm not used to seeing astral projection when you're talking about miss marvel so um, it, it'll be, it'll be, it'll take some getting used to, but, um, I think the key for them was them knowing that they're also going to be introducing, uh, Mr. Fantastic at a similar point in time. So they didn't want to deal with that sort of overlap. Yeah. I mean, I think that that is definitely going to be a, a big question to talk about. I don't know how Shamari felt. I mean, I, I thought I was mostly fine with her powers until I saw that shield that she created. I was like, okay, this, this is just. This just doesn't, doesn't feel like Captain. This doesn't feel like Miss Marvel to me. This feels like a whole different 
person who's just wearing you know Miss Marvel gear or looks like Miss Marvel. So that 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 is going to be something that will be talked about. I feel like it's something that they could possibly get over if the show is simply just really good. So I think they have a slight advantage here that Miss Marvel, this iteration of Miss Marvel, uh, the Kamala Khan is 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 a newer character. So it's not like you're talking about you know 40, 50 years of canon, you know. Like we just came off watching the Batman where, you know, we still have people fighting about, you know, whether or not Batman let a uh, you know, one of his goons one let one of our Riddler's goons kill themselves you know, get killed by dodging a bullet, like, you know, or if he if he even dodged the bullet itself, like like you know, that's all about eighty years of canon of what Batman is and isn't allowed to do when it comes to not killing people that we fight about. With Miss with Miss Marvel you're talking about like eight years of canon. So, um I don't know how much of a, of a of a situation, how much of a impact changing her, her her powers will have for the large audience, for her maybe her her very hardcore fans. It will. I'm just not sure there are as many of them that will kind of make a, a big point about whether or not this show succeeds or if it doesn't. I don't know how you feel, Sham. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I it's hard to say. I liked I liked the trailer a lot. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I, I just, I can't relate to the outrage. I'm not, to be fair, I'm not in this Marvel stand, you know, right. I'm not, I'm not, um, you know, I, I don't, it's not a character that I was like, really attached to in terms of, um, and with comics, it's so, it's so selective. You can read a ton of Miss Marvel and not read a ton of Fantastic Four, you know, and, and you can just be like, oh, this is this, this is the stretchy hero, you know, right, right. um, you know, or you can read both, but just maybe just not at the same time, or you can kind of section it off. The MCU is trying to be so connected um, that you know it'll just it'll just um, it'll just look like a they'll just look like a copy of of each other if they made the powers the same. Um, you know, and, and it's and you know Kendall's making comparisons. I know me and Kendall were talking about this before. He's kind of making comparisons to people like Wasp and. War machine, you know, war machine and others wow. that, that have the same powers. <laughs> and, you know, I think this is different in that this she's not connected to Reed Richards right. at all. And she has a different origin. Right. Doesn't know him. This there is there a different reason for having the powers is totally, totally different. But somehow it's the exact same power. Right. Basically. Right. And it, so it's like it just seems like a kind of like a if it were me. Um, and I don't know if I'm going to get smoked for this. I, I mean, I, I doubt it. But if it were me, just in terms of creating the character, I would have chosen a different power because it's a power that already exists in this universe. Right. We this power is here. There are, I think, there are unique aspects to her ability. There are unique. Yeah. But she can, in she terms can, of she can shrink, you know, right. you know, right. obviously, you know, yeah, can't do. She has healing ability. Obviously, Revisions doesn't have that. Um, she could shape shift into different people. I don't think mm-hmm. I know. I know that obviously someone like Platinum can do that. I don't think I've seen right. Reed ever do something like that. So, so there are some things that she can do that mm-hmm. that that is different, but it is very similar. No yeah. question. Yeah. And when it comes to like the fighting, a lot of that is very similar in terms of what in terms of what you'll see her right. do. Yeah. It just she's looks, also much. I think she's also much stronger than Reed Richards. Just physically. Yeah, I think. I think. I think she, she can, can actually like, make definitely like lift too. things and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. So yeah, it just it looks it looks the same. So it's so I would if it were me, I think I think it's 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 um and this feels weird to say it, it feels to me more like a comics issue. I don't wanna necessarily watch two of the same character. And I'm more new to Miss Marvel. 
Right. So I don't mind this change, not at all, honestly. I don't mind it at all. I have no issue with it. Knock off, like, as feels, um, you know, uh, different. And it seems like it's, I think it's going to be used differently. I think it'll be used more like the, um, the Ty Longshadow character from Young Justice in terms of being able to kind of astral project and kind of make yourself into like different forms and stuff like that, as opposed to like a Green Lantern kind of thing. That's what I think we're going to see. I don't know. They didn't show us much from the trailer. Um, but I have no issue with that. I think it's dope. And I like I like the vibe they're going for. I think the, the actress seems to be cool. I like the kind of animations. And I agree with Kendall. It definitely seems like it's going to be geared for, for a younger audience. I know there's some there, there's quite a few live action uh, younger shows on, on Disney+. Plus. I've watched a couple of them. They're good. They're well made. Yeah. Um, you know, they have the young actors and actresses and they do a good job. I think this is going to be more in line with those um, as opposed to, like Kendall said, the, um, uh, you know, the WandaVisions and other other things like that. So I'm looking forward to it. I think it looks good. You know, I, I, I guess I understand the outreach, but I'm just not, um, you know, I, I'm not I'm not with it. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I mean, when I think of like the void that Disney left when they decided not to move forward with, you know, a Lizzie McGuire reboot, like I feel like. You know, in some ways, this reminded watching this reminded me a lot of Lizzie McGuire. Uh, I think like just her, like, uh, and a lot of it's from Iman Vellani's energy. Like, I think she, like that. I think that that was probably honestly the thing I was most wanting to watch from this trailer. At, besides maybe the powers, the powers were a big deal. Everybody talked about it, so that was obviously something that we wanted to know. How's that going to work? Is it inhuman based? How's how are they going to figure that out? But I think the second most important thing was just Iman and Vellani herself because. As we've talked about in the past, Kevin Feige, when it comes to casting young heroes, he has tend to lean towards unknowns, people who have not really had a lot of big roles, people who have not, we've not really seen in in, in, the, in the limelight. You know, Tom Holland was not a big name when he was cast to be Peter Parker. And it seemed like Amon Vellani, when she was cast, was kind of in a similar in a similar vein. She had very little work. I don't know if she had any television or film work. Um, um, that's a note, really. I think she had maybe been in some short films, but um, and obviously she's extremely young, and that also stood out to me too. That she, I mean, she looks like a high schooler. This isn't a oh, we got a thirty-year-old to play someone who's playing in high school. This this felt like when you and Kendall and Shamari say that this feels like a kids show. Like that's I think a lot of it is that's why everybody on screen looks extremely young. They look all look like kids. So, so from that standpoint, they hit the nail on the head. But my thing was like, why Villani? Why, why for her? Why is she the person that they want to attach to this franchise? A franchise that we know they care a lot about. They care a lot about Captain Marvel, and we've heard for years about how much Feige was looking for the opportunity to do Miss Marvel in live action and potentially have her be a fixture in films. So when you cast someone so young and someone so unknown, my question is, why? What did Kevin Feige see? And I saw star power. I saw star power. I saw someone that definitely had command of the screen. Um, I th- think her, her, even just her body acting, her body language. Um, of course, she had a lot of great. Um, there was there was a lot of great kind of like uh, help. She had, she had, she got great help from some of the animations that they were doing. You know, when the girl misspells her name and makes fun of her, uh, you know, mispronounces her name and and and, and makes fun of her. Her, her, you know, her wearing another Avengers shirt, you know, the devil thing. But even in her body acting, I thought I, you can kind of feel how she was feeling in most of these scenes. And I, I, I dug it. I really felt like, okay, I see what 
Kevin saw because t- to me that's gotta be a huge risk. You know, it's very easy to take some actor who's on Nickelodeon or on Disney Plus or on you know one of the other uh, you know movies or maybe has been in movies before and say, okay, I'm gonna take this person because they're a proven commodity, even if they're not necessarily the best fit. To go with somebody who you're like, I'm trying to look for the absolute most perfect fit, and I'm gonna have to look kind of off the beaten path. And as the show says in the trailer, you know. As Kamala says, like, it's not like there are a lot of Pakistani-American girls that are superheroes. There are not a lot of Pakistani-American actors in terms of prominent uh, young actors at her age. So he had no choice in some degree to look outside the beaten path. But I really wanted to see how Vellani was going to look, and I thought that she was great. I felt like that character that I've read really almost, you know, she's had the video game, so that, that's been a lot of her exposure to a lot of people recently and i think she's in marvel's capcom in one of the games but um but in terms of for me a lot of it is just reading her on a screen i read like the first four or five volumes of champions uh, where she's you know kind of like the pseudo leader of like a team of young heroes that includes um uh, spider-man includes amadeus cho hulk it includes uh, a young cyclops which is a long story i'm not gonna get into that um but it's a really dope book and if you ever get a chance definitely worth checking out nova uh, Sam Alexander is also on that team. And to me, seeing that character brought to life, like Kendall was mentioning with uh, William Ross, or excuse me, Thaddeus Ross, and of course, uh, William Hurt, I felt that with uh, Valani playing uh, Khan. So so I want to credit her for the little bit I've seen. And that does give me a lot of optimism for this show. A lot of There's been a lot of pessimism about this show. There really wasn't much for me to take away from this show that I was pessimistic about at all. That's That's interesting because... You know, when you watch a trailer for me, I try. I don't usually take a ton out of it, but one thing that I do try to look for is, you know, after watching a trailer, do I feel like a show could be? Do I would I be surprised if a show stunk, or would I be surprised if a show was great? Mm-hmm. You know, um, or would I be surprised if it wasn't great? I should say, you know, um, to me, I this really could go either way still. Um, you know, I, I I didn't see enough from a story perspective to tell me that this was going to be a great show. Um, I, you know, I mean, do we really know what the conflict is? You know, no. there's still, you know, there's going to be more trailers that dive into that. Um, they haven't said it really much. They've kept it pretty close to the vest in terms of villains, even, you know, prior to the trailer, you know, it's not like we had a good idea what the what the conflict is in this show but um and to me that's always kind of if there's anything that i think has been somewhat of a weakness and please forgive me miss marvel fans who have read every book and know everything about her but if there's any weakness of the introduction of this new character which i love again i've really enjoyed reading uh kamala khan whenever i've gotten the chance to be exposed to her um i do feel like creating a real rose gallery, creating kind of iconic stories around a conflict with her. I've really, I have a theory. I, I've never seen, I've never heard anybody talk about that. I've heard people talk about her interactions with certain people, her relationship with certain people and just her character as a whole. And the story they put her in being powerful because of how powerful the character is, which I, I would agree with. I don't think of, Oh, when Kamala Khan had to fight, these people like that was a really great story like i don't ever really hear that so i don't know if you're gonna get that from this show i think this show is gonna lean more on 
of Villani's performance and more on the coming of age story of this hero. I don't know if it's going to lean on whatever the conflict is. My my theory with this character in this show, because they, they don't tell you a whole lot about what it's about. Uh, and maybe, maybe this is wishful thinking, but I think it's going to connect very heavily to the Inhumans. And they don't tell you that. Some people think that. They, I, I saw I saw a breakdown you know, that, sh- if, that shows if some Lockjaw stuff. If Lockjaw shows up, if I won't go as far as say Black Bull shows up, but if someone in the royal family of the Inhuman shows up, I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, I don't know. I feel like well, this is I would I would say it's possible. I see Doctor Strange first. That's one thing I would say. That that will and that comes up before this. that will affect. Yeah, that will heavily affect. How I feel about that theory, Kendall. Um, you know, Doctor Strange could change everything. So I could go out of that being like, oh no, we're definitely getting in humans in this Marvel. Or not. So who knows? Um uh, but yeah, I mean I, I think that this show I, I agree with you, EJ. I think the I think um uh, I'm sorry, I forget the the young woman's name, but the the Aman Vellani. Aman Vellani, I think I think she is I think I think she she seems very charismatic in the role, yes. seems very believable in the role, and I I don't have any doubts based on this trailer that it's gonna be it, it seems like it's gonna be fun to watch. It doesn't seem like a show where I'm just gonna be sleeping, falling asleep, you know, waiting to go do something else. It seems like it's at least gonna be fun to watch. And uh, um, yeah, I, honestly, I don't I don't have too many doubts about that. And it also seems like a show that I can just sit and watch. And not have like five billion theories that I want to be like WandaVision or 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 even Falcon and Winter Soldier, where I'm like, okay, so when is this one going to show up? You know, it's it's not necessarily like that. I I can just sit, watch it. You know, if someone shows up, great. If not, also great. And you know, at least there's another cool character added to the added to the list of characters. So, um, so yeah, I don't really have much much negative to say about it. Yeah, I, I yeah, as I as I said before, it was it was really not. Uh, to me, I honestly was, you know, Kendall was, you know, he says he looks for shows to see, you know, can I watch this and say that, you know, this is definitely going to be a decent show at least, or, or will it be something that definitely looks like it will, it, it would, I'd be surprised if it was bad. I, I, I was kind of on the flip side. I, I kind of watched, and I know that's how Kendall says he watched every trailer, but for this trailer, I was kind of watching to see, like, I keep hearing all these bad things about this show, like, I'm waiting to see why this show is going to be trash because it, that, that it feels like the energy on social media and of course social media is not the greatest barometer because you know I always got to remind people that like only 25% of the world is on social media <laughs> like it's, it's a much lower percentage than you would think like so so but the the social media talk about this show through all the delays through the controversial castings, which we've talked about on this podcast. You know, we had the uh, conversation about the Save Miss Marvel uh, dialogue that was going on from uh, from the various people on Twitter, and, and they've shouted us out uh, for, for having those conversations on this podcast. So I was kind of waiting to see all of that kind of stuff rear its ugly head in a trailer that was going to be very mid. I didn't see that. I didn't think this was a mid trailer. I thought this was a very good trailer. For a lot um, of people, I think it was the powers that scared a lot of them. Yeah, and it's like, I think to some degree, it's kind of like the powers kind of just are what they are. Like, like does, does, does someone's powers make the, it a bad show? Yeah. Like, I mean, to me, for example, it reminds me a little bit of when we were kids 
and the first Spider-Man movie came out. And those first trailers and stuff were coming out. And Shamara will probably remember better than Kendall. But, you know, people like our dad and people like our uncle talking about, oh, Spider-Man, why is the webs coming out of his arms? Like, that's, that's he doesn't do that. Where's the web shooters? And, like, that was a thing. <laughs> like, like that wasn't just a... And then, of course, it, they did a gag about it on in the new movie Spider-Man No Way, no Way Home. Like, that wasn't just, a, oh, we don't care, Spider-Man, cool. There's some people like, oh, this is stupid. Why does he have webs coming out of his arms? That's not count but accurate. Like... Like and but guess what? That movie was great. <laughs> so after a while, nobody cares as the webs are coming out of his arms. Like a lot of some of that, a lot of that stuff that we make a big deal out of in the superhero community before we even watch these films, a lot of it is irrelevant if you just make yeah. a good movie. Yeah, like if, if, if Deadpool, like if like like that Deadpool in 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 Wolverine Origins was trash. It was trash. But what made it also worse was that that whole movie and how we got to that point was trash. Yeah, but I think, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like, like that, that's a, that's, that's a that's big part of it. That's scares people. Because when, when you deviate from one thing, you sort of feel like, or like Fantastic Four with the Doctor Doom looking so weird. Where you're like, mm-hmm. this isn't Doctor Doom. What is, you know, before you even see the movie, you see him, you know, just vaporizing people's heads with, <laughs> without even touching them. Yeah, you, and, and you you're like, all right, this Whoa. this is a red flag. And I think that's what it is. I think it's more of a red flag than it is like a guarantee that it's gonna be bad. As much as it is like, all right, if they're willing to do this, you know, what else are they gonna take liberties on? Um, I don't know. I for me, a lot of the stuff that we've heard is that it's too Disney or that it's too it's gonna be too kitty, you know. And at least that's what that's been a lot of the underground talk. Um. For people that have seen it or people that have worked with it, um, I mean, whatever that means. That's why. That's why I say that people have to temper the expectation. Terms of look, it's not going to be Kingpin's not showing up. In this. You know, it's not going right. to be. Yeah, nor he should he. Falcon Winter Soldier. <laughs> right. You know, in terms of the intensity, like if that's what you're coming to see, it's not. It's definitely not going to be Moon Knight. If that's what you're coming to see, you're going to be disappointed. But you know. To me, like again, it, it should look a lot closer to, to a show like The Runaways, which was excellent, but also, you know, was also a little more Disney than than MCU. I will say, uh, Disney Plus and Marvel, they they're killing it though with them last shots of uh, of these things, like the last shot of Moon Knight, you know, jumping over from building to building with the crescent moon mm-hmm. in the background, and that shot of Kamala Khan, you know, on the uh, on the lights on the light pole. Or, you know, uh, with the with the New York City in the background, those are that's a beautiful shot. I mean, that's that's speed straight out of a comic book. That's what you're, really, those are the kind of things you're looking for. If you're telling me I'm gonna make a Miss Marvel, um, you know, animated or just me a live action project, you know, so so I think they got the look down. I like that they 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 kind of lean more into some of the kind of uh, comic booky aspects of of putting this um, character to life with some of the formalism that they used. I liked what I saw. Again, the, tr- the only thing that I thought was a little and eh, was some of those powers, but the fact that I could say I still like the trailer despite that, I think tells me that we may be in for a pretty decent ride. We'll see. We'll, we'll continue to keep following the updates on Miss Marvel. But speaking of Disney Plus, we are just weeks away, just two weeks away from the debut of Marvel's Moon Knight on Disney Plus. I find it funny. You guys see how Marvel just got out of the paint when it came to their stuff because of the Batman the last week. 
Like, I felt like the last three weeks, like, we just got nothing from Marvel. And for good reason. Like, they knew what time it was. They knew why they had to move stuff around. Like, it all makes very much sense now. And now that we're a week removed from the Batman, now we're getting stuff from uh, Miss Marvel. Now they're allowing the embargo to be lifted for Moon Knight. I think all of this is by design. And here we got some early reactions from Moon, Moon Knight, people who have seen at least four episodes. And a lot of these people thought it was great. A lot of these people really are are, 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 are uh, praising the very trippy presentation of this series. A lot of people are saying that this is unlike any other Marvel show that you've seen. A lot of people praising the acting performance from Oscar Isaac. Uh, the fact that these people see four episodes is quite a lot. I'm a little surprised that they actually let them see four. Normally, I think they've kind of sat around, you know, two or three. You know, these people have seen, I guess, the majority of the season. So... A lot of these people are really happy. I'll, I'll read some of these reactions right now. Um, University Film Review. Also thought it was interesting, guys. The people that got to see this, not your usual suspects. These are not the usual people from Fandango.com and Rotten Tomatoes and Collider. And, like, the, the, normal, the normal suspects that got these reactions out are not the normal suspects that we normally hear from. Which I think is going to be very fascinating because... We've always talked about how, you know, do these people sometimes lean towards their biases or, you know, lean towards they're trying to protect their relationships because, you know, they're used to getting these early reactions, early screenings out. So I'm wondering if we'll see maybe even even more honest uh, assessments or maybe less honest assessments from people that now feel like they've finally gotten a shot and that now they want to keep this. So I think it's very fascinating. But I'll read some of them here. So University Film Review says... Uh, Moon Knight is fantastic. Oscar Isaac is exceptional as the tormented Mark Spector. This is the Marvel show everyone is going to talk about. Completely bonkers that leads with a haunting adventure. Marvel Studios has knocked it out of the park with its best show yet. Uh, David Opie says, I've watched the first four uh, Moon Knight eps. I'm as divided by this show as Mark himself. When it works, it's a wildly original MCU entry with flashes of greatness, but some of the sillier aspects detract from the horror. Diehard comic fans may not enjoy it as much as newcomers. That was a very interesting perspective that I read uh, on this show. Another person here, uh, what's on Disney Plus news? They reviewed it. They said, quote, I've uh, watched the first four episodes of Moon Knight. It's unlike anything we've seen in the MCU. Oscar Isaac is fantastic. I can't wait to watch the rest of the series. This isn't your typical superhero origin. It's excellent. It arrives on Disney Plus on March 30th. And one more here, uh, Thomas uh, uh, Stroy, I want to say his name is. Stroy. Uh, apologies if I got that last name uh, Last name mispronunciation there. Um, he says, I've watched the first four episodes of Moon Knight. It is unlike anything we've seen before from the MCU. It is a psychological thriller with a touch of Indiana Jones. It kept me on the edge of my seat the whole time and Oscar Isaac delivers a mesmerizing performance. So, those are some of the reactions that you're getting. Other people saying that it is indeed the best Marvel Studios uh, Disney Plus sh project that they've done, which is pretty high regard when you think of, I think, to me, Loki and, and WandaVision. So, Shamari, I know you're very excited for Moon Knight. What do you make of some of these reactions that you're hearing about the show? Uh, it sounds very different. It's, it sounds it sounds like it's as advertised. Uh, the, the, the trailers... They don't have it in the trailers. This looks very different um, from any other Marvel property. As as I I, I kind of make make the connection before I believe to even uh 
Legion. It's not as crazy as Legion, but it feels that in that like that kind of crazy kind of mind trip. He's definitely playing the character very similar to David Hall. Yeah, um, and uh, which is a good thing. You know, it's not a bad thing. So I'm so it's uh, so far it sounds very good. Um, yeah, I mean, I and um, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't really have anything anything bad to say. I I, I would say I'm excited. My I, my expectations are not like through the roof. I, I, you know, the, the first reactions never really get me that crazy. Um, but um there's definitely not yeah i'm you know, not going crazy uh with excitement i'm kind of just like okay this is good to hear now we gotta see you know whatever whatever they have to show us um you know in the actual episode so do you know if we're getting you know if we're getting just one episode in the premiere or is, is you know, a great question yeah i think yeah, i think the, one. the rumor was two but they're saying it's just one saying one okay yeah all right all right. I mean, unless I mean, they could surprise us, but the initial response a couple weeks ago, because it was talked about how it may may overlap with Obi Wan at a certain point in time, right? And, but then that that was nixed, okay? Because Obi Wan's pushed back. Yes, so late, yeah. So all right, I mean, you know, going one week at a time. I, I I just hope it's not a slow burn. I know they watched four episodes, so they may have seen when it gets good, quote unquote, but. Um, that's I say that's probably my only concern, but otherwise, I I like Oscar Isaac. I've I've like enjoyed everything that I've seen him in. Um, with I wouldn't even I wouldn't even make up. He was okay as Apocalypse. I I didn't hate <laughs> X Men Apocalypse, but but I, look other than that role, I've enjoyed everything I've seen him in. Okay is a nice way of putting it. Yeah, it was okay. <laughs> but other than that role, I've enjoyed everything that I've seen him in. I'm definitely a fan, so I think he'll be good in this too. Yeah, they, yeah, I definitely agree with Kendall that saying he was okay is uh, definitely uh, Oscar Isaac's agent will definitely take that <laughs> take, <laughs> take that compliment uh, for sure. Um, Kendall, early access on Moon Knight. What do you make of them? Um, definitely positive. Um, you know, I feel like you know the idea that it's going to be different is encouraging. Um, from what everything we've heard, it sounds like it's gonna be darker than most. Uh, the Indiana Jones feel is not a surprise, given uh, all the, uh, the 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 Egyptian uh, themes in this in this uh, in this show. Uh, I'm not not shocked. Um, to me, I'm just I'm most curious to see what you know what is uh, Ethan Hawke gonna be like as the villain, you know. Um, and then also, how do you how do they portray this Moon Knight, this Moon Knight character and his you know multiple personalities and how is that illustrated uh, in this show? But yeah, I mean, definitely great to just getting positive reactions. Um, at this point, I'm I, I'd be surprised. It kind of goes back to what we talked about with Miss Marvel. Uh, the thing that would make me most surprising if Miss Marvel wasn't good is the fact that Disney's been batting a hundred right now on their Disney plus shows, you know, when it comes to, at least when it comes to Marvel, um, depending on how you feel, book of Boba Fett. You, you, you mean bad a thousand, bad a hundred would be You're bad. A thousand. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Bad a hundred would be like, you'd be living in double a in, yeah, in baseball. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, they, they're, they're, they're shooting a hundred percent. I should say, um, there you go. when it comes to, uh, their <laughs> Disney plus shows. So, 
yeah, I mean, it should be exciting um, to see what, what we get from Moon Knight. But, uh, you know, I'm with Jamari, I, you know, particularly for TV shows. Honestly, I don't like getting these, these reactions because, you know, it can sort of give you a feel of what the pacing is going to be like and what to look for. But, um, you know, don't take too much from it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that for me, I, I, I love Shamari kind of uh, eliciting Legion in this conversation about Moon Knight because we know Kevin Feige, is he pays very close attention. He's a student of the game. And he watches a lot of other, especially people doing stuff with Marvel properties, even if they don't, even if it's something that Marvel Studios can't do, like with the X-Men, for example. We know that he's a, he's a fan of other people's work. He's watching what other people are doing. And I do wonder if there was some inspiration by what Legion did on FX for this Moon Knight series, because I get very much similar vibes from this show as I got from Legion, which was a, a really extraordinary show. If you guys get a chance, definitely worth checking out. I'm not sure where it's streaming um, or if it's just simply on an uh, FX app. Man on, man on Hulu. I know FX That's is really close to Hulu. Yeah, yeah you probably you will find it on Hulu. Very good show. Definitely uh, recommend, recommend, recommend <laughs> to watch. Um, but, but, but yeah, I think that you know Marvel leaning into this trippy kind of disposition is not something that we're, we've seen them do kind of fully. I think we're... We saw that a little bit with the first Doctor Strange. We may see more of that in this next Doctor Strange movie, but it feels like this may even be more of a psychological kind of a, a brain trip that we may go through even with this project that's happening. One thing I like to I like that I heard from these people was that despite how different it is, they all really enjoy it because sometimes different for a lot of people, it could mean bad, and different could mean, you know, this didn't work for me. And I'm sure that when we get more reactions, there'll be plenty of people that will say that. But I think just a, a first palette of introductions and people saying, this is very different, but this is awesome. That, that leaves me very excited. And I hear, you know, again, comparisons to Indiana Jones, you know, that also leaves me very excited. We don't really have a character like that in the MCU right now. So... These are all things that Marvel, they're checking boxes. You know, for a lot of the time, people say Marvel kind of checks boxes. And for some people, they think it's formulaic. But to me, they, these are che- they are checking very exciting boxes that we've not explored. We've not explored the kind of um, adventurer type of person like an Indiana Jones. We've not explored the person suffering severe mental illness, maybe with the exception of Wanda, um, like this. And uh, so that, 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 I think... It's very exciting. I think that it's uh, definitely going to be a, a, a show that I can't wait to watch. And everything I've seen from this so far is, is giving me is giving me high hopes that this will this will end up working out. What do you make of the uh, someone from the crew? It might have been the showrunner. Forgive me if I don't remember off the top of my head. But one of the people on the show saying that this series will not have really any connections to the MCU. Of course, this show exists in the MCU, so to, to make sure that people understand. We're not saying that this show is outside of the universe. Or at least that's how we're taking these comments. But um, but they are saying that you won't see you know many connections to the MCU to this project. Shamar, did that kind of disappoint you to hear that, or are you not surprised by that? Um... It doesn't disappoint me. I think I think it'll probably, especially because I'm so new to this character. This isn't a character that I was like, oh man, I really wish I would have seen Moon Knight with. You know, I don't really know. I don't know much about Moon Knight. 
So I so look, I mean, I'm cool seeing Moon Knight by himself. You know, they want to put him with somebody else. That's cool. But I'm not like clamoring to see Moon Knight team up with Daredevil and then team up with Blade or do any or team up with, you know, any of these other people. So I'm cool. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm not going crazy over it. I mean, it's still part, I guess, part of the MCU. So I'm not, you know, um, he's in there in in their, um, you know, in the universe able to be used. Um, but it is what it is. And, he, and this character seems so seems like so crazy that I don't, it, I don't just based on how the show goes, it may not make sense to have him be a part of any other show because he'll just take it over with just whatever's going on in his head. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't have any issue with it personally. Yeah. Kendall, uh, Grant Curtis, who's the executive producer said, there's no attachment to the current MCU. He's brand new and he's going on a brand new adventure. We really think the fans are going to enjoy it. He also talking about how this is in some ways kind of your Iron Man one for Moon Knight where Tony Stark was kind of, you know, in his own kind of story with that movie. You know, it says here uh, there are most acts of Moon Knight that get us internally jazzed at Marvel Studios. But one of the aspects of this character is his taking Marvel Studios to its Iron Man Tony Stark roots. And that was a character that was obviously built from the ground up in the same way with Mark Spector. So does that kind of thought process make sense as to why they really don't consider this to be a show attached to the current MCU as we know it? Yeah, look, I mean, I don't think anybody expected, especially based off the trailers, that expected, you know, Moon Knight, this show, to be, you know, very interwoven with the rest of the MCU. Um, But I also don't believe that we won't get any tie-in. there will absolutely be some sort of hint link to the MCU uh, and, and and what we're going to see from Moon Knight. If, maybe I'm wrong, you know, if I'm wrong, then I'll, then, then I'll uh, acknowledge it, but I'll be very surprised if we don't get any sort of tie into the MCU. Really? You'd be surprised. I don't know if we, I, I, I'm, I, I'm kind of, I think this show might really stand on its own because if we think about the other Disney plus shows, a lot, some of the some of the issues people have had with is that they kind of wish there was more leaning into the MCU, the outer MCU within these particular characters. You know, of course, we had the whole WandaVision fiasco with what we thought we may see. Um, we didn't even get Doctor Strange, which we thought was almost a given. And we've seen that with other shows, too, where we're kind of like, you know, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And I think, you know, Loki probably gave us the, the most satisfaction with with seeing, you know, he who who he who remains at the end of the <laughs> at the end of the show, but but I, I kind of feel like there's a very good chance that this show really kind of stays in its own lane. Um, you know, could you have simple references like a you know Roxxon or somewhere like that? Like maybe, but I, I don't know if you're gonna you're gonna have a lot of major tie-ins, and I'm not sure if this is the place to do that. I think it might be inappropriate to do that in this show where there's so many. First of all, the show already has a lot of moving parts, as you already mentioned, given just the way they're presenting it. And the character they're presenting, there might be a lot to then say. Oh, but also let's tie in, you know, some other heroes and other villains that you may. It may be at the end, scene. you know. I, you know, it may be, you know, a tie in, a, a tease of Blade or a tease of, you know, some other, you know, future story that, or you know, a connection to a, to a character that maybe we've seen, you know, 
Um, and I also something like the blip is something that I think you know could very well get get uh, mentioned. That I could that I could definitely see that that could make more sense, and that definitely could make sense given the multiple personalities you know that that Mark deals with, and perhaps maybe people who may know him as one person before the blip will do they feel like where is that person after the blip? You know, um, and, and that could lead to some of these confusions that he's dealing with with why people are calling him different names and things like that. So. Uh, interesting points all around. Uh, Moon Knight coming out in just two weeks, and it's gonna be. I feel like this is one that people are gonna talk a lot about. Uh, I think that this is gonna be a trippy series. Um, Oscar Isaac has become a big name, so I think there's a lot of awareness of this show. I think the promotion for it's been pretty solid, so I can't wait to see it. I can't see wait to see what everyone thinks about it. But I want to talk about a, another uh, story this week that. Kendall raised to my attention because I was not aware of it that much. But months ago, there had been plenty of rumors out there, reports that Jaden Smith had become the front runner to play Miles Morales in upcoming MCU projects. He had even uh, posted a picture on Twitter with himself in a Spider-Man mask, and that kind of led more people to kind of add, you know, add credence to those rumors that maybe he will be playing. Miles Morales moving forward, but we may have gotten our, our closest thing to confirmation from Will Smith this week. So uh, Will Smith, who of course is Jaden Smith's father, um, he was talking to Pop Time, and he said in this statement that has been translated, I guess maybe he was speaking a different language, I'm not sure why, but, uh, but it was been translated to say, my son is preparing himself and physically and mentally to get a to get a place as one of the characters who will make history for the first time in the saga of a movie that many already know and ask for. So, I mean, I don't know what to make of that, but we do know that whenever Miles Morales gets cast, it will be uh, a character, as Will Smith said, that will make history (laughs) for appearing for the first time in the saga of a movie that many people already know. And I've asked for, which we have all known about Spider-Man for a long time, and I've asked for Miles Morales. So it fits all of the criteria that Will is speaking about here. I got to be honest with y'all in terms of Jaden Smith, potentially is Miles Morales. I low-key hate this casting if that's what they're going with. Wow. I low-key hate this casting. And there's there's several reasons why I will go that far as to say I kind of hate this casting. Number one. Jaden Smith is 23 years old. Yes. So if you're introducing Miles Morales, how old is he? Uh, to me, I, I would prefer to see a young Miles Morales because you want to see Miles Morales interact with other the other young heroes you're bringing in. You're bringing in a uh, someone like, uh, uh, obviously, we saw it in um, Kate Bishop. Uh, you're talking about Kamala Khan. Uh, Jaden Smith's already 23 now. He's going to turn 24. I mean, he's around the same age as Steinfeld. That is true. But when are you introducing this? A lot older. Yes. Right, and when are you introduce? When are you introducing uh, this? When are we seeing this Miles Morales? It's not going to be in twenty twenty three. It's it's going to be at least twenty twenty four. So by that time, you're talking about he's in his mid twenties. So that's that's number one. Number two, Jaden Smith is extremely talented. I want to make that very clear. I feel like. I just don't. I don't see Miles Morales in him. 
Like, I don't, I don't, I don't see that that kid from Brooklyn, you know, or if you want to remix it to Harlem like they did in the video game, whatever it is. Like that kid and 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 the character you're trying to play and the authenticity that came with that character. I don't, I don't see it from Jaden Smith. He could play a lot of other great characters. Again, I think he's a very talented person. He, he can sing, he can rap, he can act, he can do, he's like his dad. He could do a lot of different things. And maybe I'm selling him short because like his dad, <laughs> we sold him short for a long time. We've seen that he could do many different things. But I just think to me, it seems like it's very uninspired. It feels like who's the young, famous black person we can cast to play this role. Like that, it kind of reminds me a bit of what I was talking about with the Ta-Nehisi Coates, you know, J.J. Abrams, uh, you know, Superman project, where I felt like they wanted to do a black Superman. So, like, all right, let's get this guy that everyone knows wants to do Superman, and let's get the like the most prominent black writer. And like, like I don't know. To me, I would question whether or not you're you're doing the due diligence to actually find someone who will be best for the role. Or just finding the biggest name for the role, which Jaden Smith certainly would be. And I don't know if Miles Morales needs a big name, but I, I don't. I'm not convinced of that. Like, and I, and I'm not saying that uh, that like you know that again that Jaden isn't qualified or anything like that. Again, we all know he's he's a he's a very good actor, and again, he's just he's talented all around. And Perhaps you know I should go watch the good the get down because that'll probably give me a much better idea of whether or not he would fit. But I don't know. This just feels very uninspired to me, and I'm sure there are people in the Latino community that will say couldn't find an Afro Latino to play this role as well. So I don't know. I, 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 this is something that I have to I have to be convinced. This is not something on face value that I hear, and I'm very excited about at all. I wanted a younger Miles Morales, and I would have preferred. Perhaps someone who maybe is a little more unknown and someone who fits the vibe that you're going for for that character. Or at least the vibe you should be going for for that character. I don't know if I see it in Jaden Smith. Jaden Smith is a very alternative dude. He's um, uh, he's out there. He's a, he's a character, you know, and he's kind of a character in himself. So, you know, can he tap into the everyman? Because to me, that's what makes Holland great as Peter. And that's what makes Miles great as a character is that, that why people react to, and love Spider-Man so much is that they're the everyman. They're someone that any anybody can relate to. Uh, Jaden Smith is not very relatable. At least not, I mean, I'm older now, so maybe that's unfair for me to say, but he's not that much younger than me. You know, he's, he's what, six years younger than me almost? Like seven, I guess? Like, like to me, Miles Morales is extremely relatable. I don't yeah, see like Jaden Smith. He's a Kendall's age. Yeah, he's Kendall's age. Like, like, I don't know. Like, I don't think, like, James Smith is relatable to Kendall. Like, I don't see that. Like, James Smith is like a very, he's in a whole another world. Relatable you know? to you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's a very artistic dude. He's a very thoughtful person. And that's, a, and again, that's great. And he's a great talent. I just, when I think of Miles Morales, I think of the everyman. He could be any kid that's walking around your street that you would think, oh, who would have thought this guy would be Spider-Man? I don't get that from Jaden Smith. So, that I don't know. If I, if this is where they're going. I, I don't like it. I'm just going to be flat out and be honest. Uh, wow. Very interesting. Very interesting take, EJ. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'd say I'm, I'm definitely on the opposite side. I'm on the, I'm on the direct opposite side uh, uh, of this issue. Um, and now I, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm banging the Jaden Smith drum. I, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not in that camp. 
necessarily. Um, I think this is good. This is I wouldn't necessarily say it's a dream casting just because you know of course he's not he's not Afro Latino Afro Latino so he's you know it's just not that dream. He doesn't check every box. Doesn't check every box. Um, but outside of that, I'd love to have him as Miles Morales. I think he fits in terms of the the build. I think he fits in terms of the um, I don't know just a general demeanor. Um, I think um, you know the few things that I've seen him in in terms of his acting. Has uh, I could see a Jaden Smith, or I could, see, or uh, he's Jaden Smith. I could see a Miles Morales. I could, you know, I now he's older now, as you pointed out, EJ. He's still just looking at him. He looks like he had an age that he hasn't aged in like ten years. Yeah, he looks the same. He yeah. looks very. He's a very small man, um, which is good for this role particularly. So I have no issue with it. Um, you know, I I think. I think he, he has obviously has plenty of experience in Hollywood, and um, I think he, I just think he'd be a great fit. I'm not saying you should necessarily, you know, not give other people a shot. You know, if someone else just wows you, you know, then I'd say, hey, you know, by all means, give him a shot. Um, but I mean, he's here, and and I I I don't think that he can't do this. I definitely think he can do this. I think he could do it very well. So I. You know, I don't. I don't really have any issue with it. I would love to see him as uh, as Miles Morales. Okay, so Kendall uh, Shamari, definitely, definitely pro Jaden Smith as Miles Morales. Kendall, what are your what are your thoughts? And what are your thoughts on my uh, very anti Jaden Smith Miles Morales <laughs> take, which seems to surprise both of you guys? I think that there is. I think there's a way you could. Well, first of all, I'll say this. I don't think that if Jaden Smith is casted as Miles Morales, I don't think that it was Marvel who casted him. I think it was Sony. That's my yeah. I think it was who? I think it was Sony. Uh, Interesting. Okay. I think just the it just fits the Sony bill. Hire the cast the big name Tom Hardy. Cast the Tom Hardy. You know they wanted Keanu Reeves <laughs> and it would you know Taylor Johnson cast Jared Leto. <laughs> Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. You know, cast a big name. That's what they want, and I get it. Um, I think that they're well. I mean, let's be honest. You know, from a business perspective, if you're Sony, even if you're Marvel, Marvel could say they hate it, but we also know that Jaden Smith as Spider Man would. I mean, that would break the internet. Like, I mean, that would be the biggest thing. You know, <laughs> if you want to come off of Tom Holland and say, look, we're gonna have, we're gonna have an even bigger actor. He may not be as big as Tom Holland right now, because Tom Holland is a very hot name right now, but this is as, as close as you're going to get <laughs> to cast somebody to play Miles Morales. But um, in terms of the actual merit of the casting, uh, I think that I, I'm, 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 I'm good with it. You know, I think that uh, the age thing is definitely interesting. Um, I don't have a problem with it. In my in in my iteration of, of Spider Man and how I would do it, and I'll explain that in a second. But I think that um, Shamari hit the nail on the head when he talked about. I think he fits the character. Uh, I think the energy, you know, that you know, and the, the the sort of demeanor, I think, can be very similar. Um, you know, I, you know, if if he was on screen, I could definitely believe him as being Miles Morales. I'm not gonna be like, ah, too short or ah. You know, too bulky. You know, like they, I'm never, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna be not convinced that that could be Miles Morales. Kind of like we, what we talked about with, with Thunderbolt Ross. 
Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the performance, it's hard to say. You know, I try not to. There are very few actors that I want to that I like to pigeonhole because we've too too many times people. You know, we, we talked about it with Chris Evans. You know, being able to play, you know, Captain America. You know, uh, you know, and, and after playing Johnny Storm. You know, and join the range in those two roles on top of also being the villain in Scott Pilgrim. You know, a lot of these actors have a lot. Now, he's an excellent actor, as we've seen over time. He's proven that. But, um, you know, there are very few actors where I say this guy can only kind of play one role. Um, mm-hmm. Usually it's comedians. <laughs> usually it's that the Adam Sandler types, the Jack Black types, <laughs> right. where you're like, this guy can't be somebody else. Um So Jaden Smith, you know, there are going to be some people that, that hear this and say – Sort of similar to Will Smith, you're like, it's just going to be Jaden Smith. Like, it's not going to be Miles Morales. It's just going to be Jaden Smith playing Spider-Man. You know, that is a fair, that's a fair thing because he's such a big name. To me, you know, his performances, I watched, I watched The Get Down. I wouldn't say, The Get Down is a, a, a kid from, you know, in that show, he's from the Bronx. Uh, you know, it's not, he's definitely, he's definitely, it's not the right role. To, to base off of whether or not he can be Miles Morales. It's a very, it's a very understated role that he has in that show. Um, so, you know, Justice Smith, you know, the main the main character in that show is probably a more apt, uh, more apt comparison. Um, but, you know, he, but I, I do like Jaden Smith's performance in The Get Down. You know, I think he can, he can act like EJ mentioned. Um, the reason the age thing to me is, is an issue, but not an issue is I think it's conditional on the fact that I've said it in the past. How long is he going to be playing Miles Morales? Not how long he's going to be playing Miles Morales, but what universe is he going to be? And what I mean by that is if we're putting him in the MCU right off the bat with Tom Holland, I think that'd be a mistake. I think that'd be a mistake for quite a few reasons, but I think particularly if Jaden Smith is playing the character, I think that'd be a mistake. Um... He's the same age, you know, like it wouldn't be believable that, you know, he'd be just like new Spider-Man. I mean, you could do it, but it'd be kind of weird. You know, he's not younger than Spider-Man. Um, for a lot of people, he looks older. Uh, so I think that that would be a little, a little jarring on screen. But I would put him in either Garfield or Maguire Jr. And then the age thing is a lot less of an issue. I've always that's said Maguire. That's a fair point. I've always said Maguire, but even Garfield. Garfield is a hot name right now in terms of his Spider-Man. You know, it's definitely not as good of a universe. No. But it's, he's a hot name. So if they want to do the Garfield thing, I'll, you know, I'll give them a pass. I would not have given them a pass prior, prior to No Way Home, but this is where we're at now. Um, if you put him in one of those two, you could sell me on, look, he's not going to be 15. You know, you can't sell me on him being a high schooler or at least an early high schooler. But, you know, he's definitely still younger than the Spider-Man that we get. You know, Garfield's going to be an older Spider-Man. Maguire's definitely going to be an older Spider-Man. So him kind of teaching him the ropes wouldn't be as jarring as it would be if it was Tom Holland. That would just be weird. And as I've said in the past, you know, it doesn't mean if we introduce him in that universe that he doesn't then cross over to the MCU at some point. So I think that there's a lot of value to, if you're casting Jaden Smith, putting him in, in, a, in a different universe, also, because you don't have to, de- you don't have to deal with the baggage of Tom Holland. You don't have to deal with everything they set up. You don't have to deal with the baggage of the MCU. And those other universes, particularly Maguire's, has a lot of rich history that you can deal with. You can mess around with. So that's how I would approach it. Um, 
I think a younger actor that that's being mentioned that would probably fit EJ's description a lot closer from an age perspective is Miles Brown uh, from yeah. Blackish. Yeah, I like you know, that. He's 17 better. now. It's a lot bigger. He's not as young as maybe people may remember from the beginning of the show. Um, he would embody Miles Morales like to the T if you're talking about putting him in the MCU right off the bat. Yeah, I mean that that to me would make more sense. As a casting that where I would see someone who feels again more relatable, more uh, akin to what we've come to know with Miles Morales, and again when I like again what I, my criticism of the casting is not to me it's not criticism of Jaden Smith. I think Jaden right. Smith again is very talented. I've listened to his music. I have watched him in very different projects. Like I think he's very talented. I'm just thinking about what you're looking for from a Miles Morales. And again, I think about trying to find an actor who feels like the everyman or the every kid. Jaden Smith has lived a life and presents himself in a certain way that is just not that. It's just not that. Like, he's very, again, very artistic, very talented, and I think he's generally very likable. But I don't see Miles Morales there. And then when I see, well, he's 23 years old, now I'm like, oh, what are we looking for? Are we just looking for a young black famous person? Because that's what this looks like to me. And, and that's where I have trouble figuring out the logic to it. I think you make a good point, Kendall, about if you move it to a different universe. And I, I, I agree. I think that that's the only way you can do this to me. I, I don't. You can't have him rapping. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they, they that that will look ridiculous. That will look completely ridiculous. You can't have that. But if you have him again with a McGuire or a Garfield. That I could probably live with a lot more. I mean, that it would also be make... ridiculous with with the Donald Glover Prowler that you set up. He's too young. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Prowler. Donald you know, Glover is like thirty. You know, thirty-two. Like, <laughs> oh, no, he's older than that. He might. Yeah, he might. Yeah, he's probably in his late thirties, maybe forties. Yeah, in forties now. Wow. Yeah, yeah. He's he's been doing stuff for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Donald Glover is thirty-eight years old. All right, thirty-eight. And he could probably get away with it. Just you know, it doesn't. He looks a lot younger than, than he, uh, than he is. You know, so it's it's that, that's just a tricky that's just a tricky thing for me. You know, um, I like that they're going for it with Miles Morales. I think they should. I just don't know if if for me if if Jaden would be the fit. And again, no. my question would be: Are you really trying to find the best fit? When I hear you're talking to Jaden Smith, I don't hear anything about no. Uh, no auditions. No, we got multiple people in the in the cut. I just hear Jaden Smith, the only name attached <laughs> to this thing. Now, like, were you really even doing any work for this? No, you look. I, I mean, look. If you're casting Jaden Smith, you're not auditioning other people. <laughs> you know, he's, if you're casting Jaden Smith, that why? Means he's a good. I, well, but no, but I don't. Oh, okay, I'm gonna push back on that. I don't think Jaden Smith's the kind of actor that he don't need to be in an audition. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> giving. He, he's a he's a star, but I'm That's not. No, saying. Robert Pattinson was in auditions. For Batman, I'm not gonna say Jaden Smith doesn't. Do, they can't do an audition. That's ridiculous to me. That's fair. Uh, I mean, did Ben Affleck audition for Batman? I'm not saying he's Ben Affleck. But he ain't saying, Ben Affleck. I'm saying, what are we talking about? We're talking about. I'm, I'm being respectful. I mean, Jaden Smith, I get Jaden Smith is a star. To play, to play Kate Bishop, I mean, she was already. They kind of just signed a deal. And he's bigger that, than Haley Seinfeld. We're talking about bigger and better actor. I think is I think it's different things. I think That's it's, always, it's always it's, it's a different. I mean, I think Haley is proven herself more of an actress than Jaden has. Jaden, you know, best you're work, he was, Jaden's best work he was not. That's my thing. Like you're bringing in Jaden Smith to audition. It's like 
we know what you're getting. Whether or not you think that it's a good fit or not is another conversation. And I think you probably on the you probably hit the nail on the head if you think he's not the, a good fit. Um, I don't. I just. I for me. I, think, I just don't. I don't think that like to me. If you told me, oh, Jaden Smith was a because he doesn't three have a that talking about that would be ear. You know what I mean? Like we talk about it. And it's probably that is, not, that is fair. not a good thing. But no. like, who, like who is he going up against? If I'm All his right. agent, I'm like, is Jaden Smith and I mean Michael Rainey's gotten pretty big from power, but like is Jaden Smith and and it's gonna be an un, a no name. And from his perspective, yeah, that's an insult. I gotta, I gotta compete with this kid for this role. And you know, that, no, that's, I mean, I, no, I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna front. That's a good, that's a fair point. I can't, I can't, I can't argue that point. Like, and that, I mean, that's again a lot of that. It's a problem to, for Hollywood. Piece of a major problem for Hollywood, right? Because there's no reason why there aren't twenty other twenty three year old young black kids that would be perfect for being in that conversation. But you're right, right. there. He doesn't have a peer. There are guys that are a little bit older than him. Boyega's a little older. Um, you know, there, there there are people that are, you know, because Boyega, I think, is 29. You know, uh, Kalia. You know, Tyler, James, got, Tyler James Williams is 28. Like, you know, there are people who are a little older. But, like, no one, again, 23, 22, like, because they that's don't. That's a household they, name. Yeah, I mean, they don't have, like, I mean, like, they we talk about it a bunch. Like, they, we don't, they don't have, like, a Keenan and Kel <laughs> like, on Nickelodeon right now. Like, they don't right. have that kind. Like, those young black Actors like they don't have those kind of shows and those kind of platforms where they're being where they're being showcased. So yeah, so Jaden, you know, because of his family and because of his talent. Again, I want to add both of them because again, I want to repeat. I do think he's very talented. Um, he kind of stands in a class of his own. I understand that and I do get that. Justin Smith, like I mentioned from Detective Pikachu, he's another one that would probably be in that in that class. He's also I would yeah, assume a little older. Yeah. Uh, then, then, and that's yeah, a whole I mean, yeah, that's I mean, just, yeah. Justice, Justice Smith is twenty six, you know. So it's it, yeah. Anywhere you go, it's gonna be hard to find that young guy. I just we just spent though early in the show talking about how Faye went off the beaten path completely to cast Kamala, Kamala Khan, which is a uh, another historic casting. Like I don't think that if if he was involved, we don't. Kendall was saying he wasn't. I tend to disagree, but if he was involved. I don't know why you wouldn't scour the earth to find Miles Morales. I don't know why it had well, to be. Well, because Sony's got, Sony's got the final say. You know, that's, that's a fair point. Now, Sony didn't care when it yeah, came Sony, to... Yeah, Sony didn't care with Spider-Man. Yeah, and yeah, that, seemed to be a way, that seemed to be a way bigger risk than this. Yeah. It's way riskier to say, I'm going to do a no-name for Peter Parker than do a big name for Miles Morales. Now, what I will say is... Now, and then, uh, obviously, maybe Marvel came in and was like, we want, we want full control of that. Um... I don't know if that was the case. I don't know. That's a that's a, that's a very shadowy process. But um, what I will say is, are we one hundred percent sure that Jaden Smith, that Will Smith is talking about that uh, super uh, Spider Man? I should say. No, not at all. Because I'm wondering. Wow. I imagine okay. Shamari. So think Shamari says no. Is yeah, there no. a chance mm. that he could have been talking about Static Shock? Uh, possibly. And if he was. Would that be a better fit for you, EJ? Yes, that would be a better fit for me. Static Shock. Static Shock, there's not as much of a... For me, I don't need him. He doesn't have to be in high school. He could easily... There isn't all that interconnectivity. Right. And I think with Static... 
Uh, well, first of all, obviously you don't deal with any Afro Latino stuff too. So there's that. Right. So now you're dealing with just a black man. So okay, Jaden is black, so that works. I I think I mean in some ways Miles and, and Static are 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 similar, but I think I think there's a little more wiggle room with 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 Jaden Randler bring some of his himself into the character of Virgil. That I don't see that wiggle room for Miles for me. From a personality perspective, he's, I think he's just closer to Static Shock than he is to yeah, definitely. Uh, I agree with that. Well, know, like, and my thing is, my thing is, what makes an actor great is their ability to bring themselves in a in a performance. So right. some of this isn't just oh, it's not anti hate Jaden Smith. It's like I want him to succeed. I want him to do the best he could do. Like I think that he could bring a lot to Virgil. That would be great. That I don't know if like what he's bringing to Static, excuse me, to to Miles, is something that I, I think that people would uh, would would consider again a authentic New York City kid from. Brooklyn or from Harlem. I don't. I don't believe it. I wouldn't. It wouldn't be believable to me. Virgil to me is totally different. So I, I could see more of that and saying, okay, there's wiggle room here for him to bring himself, and I think he would give you a damn good performance as Virgil. But you are 100 percent certain that Will Smith's probably talking about. I tend to think he is. I tend to think he is. Um, but I mean, who knows? You know, you're so vague. I, I just. I have no idea. <laughs> I, it could be anything. I mean, Jane Smith, especially Jane Smith. I mean, he's big out. He could, he could be any, he could be anything. You're right. He could, he could, he could. I just there, got, there I got the plenty, vibe. It was definitely a superhero. There are plenty of projects where he could just walk in and not necessarily just say, "I want this role," but kind of do that. Go to I DC mean, and be like, "I want to play that. I want to play somebody, somebody, anybody. They'll give him a role. You know, so if he, I'm he's not, my age. He's definitely a know. Static Shock fan. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I, I don't know about that. Definitely, it, it, but uh, you know, hopefully. But um, and that's the one thing he hasn't. I mean, not the one thing, but one of the main things he hasn't done is play the superhero. You know, that's what everybody's gonna ask. Neither him nor his dad. Well, his dad, well, played, his dad played he, Hancock. Yeah, he was Hancock. I don't know if you got that, but I mean, <laughs> it was a superhero movie. It was a superhero movie. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was Hancock. Hancock was a superhero movie. He had powers. <laughs> he was flying and doing, throwing people all a thousand miles away. I mean, I robot like, doing the superhero you know, thing. I am legend. Yeah. No, but his whole thing was that he was a superhero. That was like the whole. That was like bit. the whole thing. That was the whole yeah. thing in the movie. Is he was a superhero? It was a bomb. Um. Uh, <laughs> uh, last I'll, last thing. Last thing quickly before we uh before we get out of here, um, thumbs up or thumbs down on these uh promo art for uh for She Hulk. Oh, I, 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 I like it. I, I'm more uh, more iffy on it. Iffy, wow. I'm iffy. I gotta see more. Okay. So these guys don't know. Don't uh, like. There's images out he's there. Like, he's like that's what it's gonna. Look. It looks like the characters. He's like that's yeah. what it's gonna look like. There's images out there of concept art. For She-Hulk because they're going to be She-Hulk mugs and She-Hulk thermoses. I think these are the thermoses that I'm right now looking at. And so that's gotten out. So we're seeing kind of our first look at Tatiana Malzani as She-Hulk in art form. And to me, what, what I think what, what what is interesting is that it's very weird to like watch this kind of thing and like see someone. Like to me, it looks like Tatiana Malzani, but if she was She-Hulk. Like it's very <laughs> much like concept. It's, it's very much like concept art or like fan art almost. But I mean, that's what's gonna look like. Like that's what it's gonna right. end up looking like anyway. So it's kind of interesting to say, like, all right, well, this is what it's gonna be. And as to me, it looks like that's She Hulk. Like I, 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 I like uh, these these shots I see. Um, 
I think the way they kind of positioning her in terms of like displaying her physical strength or physical kind of fitness, so to speak, I think the proportions and everything seem right. So I I I dig him. I don't know. Kendall again. Kendall says he's uh he's not sold. Yeah. Um. You know, I think the 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 look is. I mean, you, I think you hit the nail on the head when you talked about uh, you know, that's what she's gonna look like. You know, I mean, it looks very much like what you would have. I guess you would have expected in your in your head. Um. I you know I guess I just gotta. I guess I just gotta see it in in in, in live action before I can really. <laughs> uh, like you said, it's very concept art. So I'm like, you know, I, I guess it could work, but um, naturally, I gotta see I gotta see it in full form before I can before I can totally before I could be really bought in. Um, right now, it still still looks very uh, I don't say fake, but you know, just looks kind of like well, that's it. But I don't know. Maybe she looks better. I mean, obviously there was the controversy with the Hulk looking like Shrek, uh, in in, in the little teaser. You got that guy looking like Zion. If you look at him, so. <laughs> why? Cause why? Cause wearing a cause wearing a hoodie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean that was a joke. <laughs> you know, the tweet that went viral was like, "Why? How come the Hulk built like Zion?" <laughs> in, in, the, in the trailer. I did not see these. Oh. Hey, look, I, you know, apologies yeah, to Zion. Yeah, the Zion. Zion was a basketball player. Zion. <laughs> uh, shout out to Zion. I'm sure he'll. I'm sure he'll. Uh, he'll be throwing it. Yeah, down. he'll. Look, when he starts dunking on guys, yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll be represented. He'll be. He'll be the, doing his thing. The jokes will um, fly. Yeah, but uh, I don't know, man. I like it. I think she looks. She looks like She Hulk. She looks like if I were to say, oh, okay, I want to see She Hulk in live action. This is about probably as good as it would get. Um, you know, it's probably what they were seeing when they, whenever they, when they cast her, and it's, it's. I think it works. I think it works really well. Um, so, yeah, that, I think that's that's pretty exciting. Um, you know, and it's. I mean, it's it's about what you would see from She Hulk. She's not. It's you know She Hulk from the comics. She's not all jacked up, crazy looking, all huge like the Hulk. Um, but she's definitely very fit, definitely in very good shape, definitely very strong. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I think, I think it looks good. Costume good. Um, yeah, I, I think this is a really, this is, I think it looks really cool. Yeah, I, I dig it too. I think it's going to work out okay. Um, I think that the look was, was definitely, again, kind of what I expected. And now that this kind of got out, I was kind of, it was funny. When this got out, I kind of thought, okay, well, now we're probably going to get, like a few trailer very soon because you know this got out and I'm sure they probably weren't expecting that. But then we got Miss Marvel, so I'm like, all right, well, I guess <laughs> I guess we're not going to be getting a She-Hulk, uh, any She-Hulk kind of footage soon. So I'm excited to eventually get some stuff from She-Hulk because I think that that is amongst the new shows. Maybe maybe not as much Moon Knight, but kind of outside of Moon Knight, the new shows that we have coming up. That's probably the one I'm most intrigued by, just because of all the talk of it crossing over with very different, you know, corners of the MCU. And this may be, being, if you're talking about wanting to have a connection with the MCU, this seems to be the show for you, if that's what you're looking for from the Disney Plus show. So from that standpoint, that might be the one I have the most excitement for. So I, I'm ready to see a trail. I'm ready to see, ready to see more stuff from this, uh, from this series from Disney Plus. But that's going to do it for this edition of the New Generation Hero Talk podcast. Before we leave, I want to make sure we... Give a, a shout-out and a RIP and condolences to the family of Scott Hall. 
the great um, former WWE and WCW wrestler who died yesterday due to complications from a hip surgery that uh, went, I guess, badly wrong, unfortunately. Um, he was a very big inspiration to myself and I think to, to all of us, definitely me for sure, though. And it's a very sad day for a lot of wrestling fans. You listen to this podcast, you listen to any of our shows, you'll definitely hear a lot of references to wrestling, and you probably heard references to Scott Hall or at least you know NWO on this uh, on this show. Which of course that was his uh, faction that he was with when he was in WCW. A lot of wrestling fans in mourning. I think Jim was just a, a cultural kind of figure. I think it was important to, to shout him out when we could. So I wanted to make sure I gave that shout out today. Rest in peace. To Scott Hall, a.k.a. Razor Ramon, the bad guy, he will be missed. But if you like this show, make sure you catch all of our episodes on the New Generation Podcast Network. You can find that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Also, be sure to check us out on YouTube, New Generation Media. Follow us on social media. We are on Twitter, New Generation Pod, Instagram, New Generation Podcast. We are also on Facebook as well, so make sure you look for us there. Also, be sure to check us out individually on social media. Find Shamari on Snapchat and Instagram, MCShan22. Ken Lo can be found on Twitter, New Gen Ken. You can find me on Twitter, EJ underscore Stewart, and on Instagram, Action EJ. Thank you guys so much for checking us out. For next, we'll be back next week with more Hero Talk. For Kendall, I'm EJ and Shamari. Take it easy, guys. <laughs>